0: This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Blue Bet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Blue Bet. What are you really gambling with? Five, four, three, two, one. Ow! I see assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every Day. Bridge to you, is This moron number one. I'm he's going to a different stratosphere. Put moron number two on the phone.
1: I used to talk a lot. Now I need to talk every now and then. So I'm mistalking. talking. What
0: the hell is wrong with you two?
2: Summer edition. I feel good. Ooh, oh, summer edition for you Monday. A little bit different, and we like this. We've shaken it up. Kate McCarthy coming up shortly, talking all things AFLW. Danny Green, the machine himself, talking about a big campaign that he's running in and around Coward Punches. We go to the family on a topic, a WWE giveaway money can't. Bye, stay tuned for that. We'll wrap it up with a joke, but as I look across the desk, <laughs> a man usually sits there who yes. is not as beautiful as what I'm looking
1: at. <laughs> That's a Bridge. Relief. Hello and welcome, uh, Bridge to Close. Daisy, may I say you're a much better version of JB. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at it. Make sure he gets that. <laughs> um, how are you? This is so lovely to be working with you. Of course, neither of us got invited to uh, James's wedding, so we instead are here hosting the Rush Hour for three weeks. <laughs> it
2: is great to be alongside you, and I'm very much looking forward to what we're actually both going to get through because we can go a little bit rogue now that JB and Bill aren't here, but yes. there is one man that holds the show together, and that is the Rabbits.
0: The most powerful puncher from Perth that has ever been.
3: There is no place I'd rather be than in this studio yeah. with you two. <laughs> I'm not I'll sure put about
1: down. that, right? We'll get back to you on that in <laughs> three weeks' time. That did sincere.
3: <laughs> that is one of the all-time great stuff-ups of an yes, intro. Mattie Campbell. Campbell, come now,
1: on, Daisy. Last time I saw you, you were wearing a matching tracksuit, and that was a, a many years ago. Many, oh, not the last time I saw you, but many years ago. And I just want to say. As you will see on the streets of Melbourne, everyone's wearing matching tracksuits, which means you, my friend, were ahead of your time.
2: And literally the last time I saw you was at the Railway Hotel on a Thursday. We had a little get-together, and yes. I couldn't believe when we walked in and the lady goes, ah, oh, Bridge, good to see you again. The streak continues. <laughs> It was at that point I thought we were going to get along just fine. And the bad
1: news is I was there again on Sunday, but please.
2: Oh <laughs> a little bit of rap to continue as uh, Bill isn't here, so we'll rock with some sport to start off with. Yeah. AFL Gather Round has been announced. It'll go through Thursday, April 4 to Sunday, April 7, again over in Adelaide yeah. well, after a big... Well, it
1: was such a hit, wasn't it?
2: Unbelievable success, so we'll be looking forward to that. A uh, bit of news out of Richmond. They have started to tour contracts with Dusty Martin. He's still contracted for this season. Wow. But extending on from there. Is so that that's...
1: unusual when he's how old? Well,
2: there was some talk that he might have been going elsewhere. Mm. So this is good news for all Richmond fans. Yeah. Uh, the Swans' footy boss Charlie Guthrie is stepping down from his role, heading back to Melbourne, and Leon Cameron will take his spot there. Charlie Gardner. Who'd I say? Uh, Guthrie. Oh, oh, that's all right. It's me, yeah. mate. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's not doing that. He's That's not Charlie doing Gardner. Anything. I had one of the worst chats of all time with Charlie Gardner. Uh, the draft, That's and we nice like story. this one, Bridge. You'll like this. Draft nominations close today. So mm-hmm. if you're a player and you're a registered player yep. in any league, you can nominate for the draft. <laughs> That's what Phil Brown did from the Williamstown uh, Victoria Super Rules competition, who lodged his date of birth as 1973. <laughs> So a real chance for somebody Red. to get a mature age pick.
1: Oh. <laughs> are you serious? It's serious? Oh my god, he's
3: in the draft. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna try on. and get him on the show. A fifty year old trying to make his debut in the AFL. We're gonna try and get Filthy hey, Phil on the show. Stranger
1: things have happened. No, no. Well, mm, that's pretty I mean, strange. I'm, I'm fifty eight and I have made my way back here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and some final news in and around cricket. Australia has defeated Bangladesh by eight wickets on Saturday. Mitch Marsh, 177 not out. Unbelievable. Hour. He's mm. incredible. The, mm. the Aussies are incredible form. We now take on South Africa in the second semi semi-final on Thursday. Mm.
1: All right. Well, just to add to your rappy, um, I've got love news. <laughs> well, What's it's love. Sports love? It's sports love. It is oh. sports love. Yes. Oh. Thank you, Raps. <laughs> um, Taylor Swift. Slif- <laughs> oh, yeah. there so There's <laughs> something about that seat, surely. I <laughs> know. Can just... I move? Can I move? Taylor Swift, otherwise known as Tatey, Um, You know she's going out with the lovely Travis Kelsey Mm. from the um, uh, the, Kansas City Chiefs. That's them, the Kansas City Chiefs in the NFL. She's so in love with him, so in love that at a concert the other night, she changed the lyrics of her song Karma from Karma is the guy on the screen. to Karma is a queen. Karma takes all my friends to the summit. Karma is the guy on the screen. Coming straight home to me. Listen to what she changed it to for her love. Did you hear that? The guy on the Chiefs. She's actually changed her song because she's in love. And I am going to Tay-Tay's concert. Bullshit. Yep. How did you get a ticket? Oh, never you mind. You can try and get that out of me in the next three weeks. (laughs) I have got a ticket to Tay-Tay and I've never been more excited in my life. I'm about to do a whole back catalogue to get ready.
2: Is this the first time Taylor Swift's been played on the M's?
3: No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think we've played her on this show before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're big Tay-Tay
1: fans. Yeah, I'm a Tay-Tay fan, so mm. uh, I'll let you know how I got those. It might have been through um, fraud and corruption. I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll well, let you know. Well, if you can find another one, I'll happily come along. Oh, good on you, Dave.
3: Hey, Kate McCarthy's not too far away, but up next, it is the first time that you two have worked together so Bridge and Daisy, you're going to get to know each other next. Yeah, I think we really need to because there was a bit of an incident
1: the other night when we caught up. Mm. Mm, wasn't ideal.
0: This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
1: Now, Daisy, I'm thrilled to bits to be working with you, but it'd be fair to say we don't really know each other that well, do we? Well, it became very evident the other night.
2: <laughs> very evident very quickly, Bridge.
1: Well, it did become quite evident when uh, <laughs> when our lovely uh, friends here at Triple M organised a little catch-up. Mm. You know, you and Daisy are going to work together. Best you have a nice dinner, which seemed quite simple. So uh, I turned up to the local. There you were. And uh, <clears throat> I actually went straight up to you and called you Beersy. You
2: <laughs> thought you were someone else. So Beersy's the... Digital, young fella out yeah. there is in charge of digital. Very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Great
1: recovery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but days to be fair, I haven't seen you. I think when I saw you in your matching tracksuit, you didn't have a beard. No, and I may have had blonde hair still back and then. And I think was you it? had that look going with you. So to be fair to mm-hmm. me, um, so I thought, Rabs, I don't know what you think, because we're just getting to know, <laughs> getting to know each other. I thought it would help if we asked a few questions. So I'm. Gonna, I would like to. Uh, a
2: bit of speed dating <laughs> it's a <bit> of, <laughs> on a Monday.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can. Do I
2: need to re- run this can... past? Ash?
1: <laughs> well, I better run it past my new love too. Oh, oh, my God. oh I best. thought you
3: weren't going to mention that.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? No, yeah. nothing. Can't remember. Um, anyway, days at the moment, I'm fully focused on you. So, would that be okay if we had a bit of a getting to know
0: you? Section? More than okay. We've got an opener. <laughs> It's time for Daisy and Bridge to learn a little more about each other. I'm a touch nervous for this one. Kind of like a radio
1: first date. What would you suggest for a mature, very good-looking, still in good form, 58-year-old?
0: This is... Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Oh,
1: what a magnificent (laughs) opening. Okay. No expenses. (laughs) Question number one in getting to know you.
2: Oh, I can't oh, concentrate Sorry, i just
1: amused myself. Um, oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Um, what is your favourite flower?
3: Oh. Oh. Oh, that'd be a daisy. Well,
1: yeah. Surely. <laughs> Surely. It's a no-brainer. This is speed dating. Get a move on. you got to get I a was quick... going to say
2: self-raising. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go down the garden you, path. Your
1: name is Daisy Thomas, and yeah. you were going to say to a flower well,
2: self-raising. I don't buy too many flowers for myself.
1: <laughs> oh, lovely! I'm going beautifully. Who do you like better,
3: Collingwood or Carlton? <laughs> <laughs> That's getting, that's that's getting to know you. Great for both. We're rats. 15 and a half minutes in and we're you're like, making him to. But choose, I'm getting to know him. <laughs> are you going to piss off millions of Collingwood or millions of Carlton fans uh, of oh,
1: your I he love them answer. equally.
2: You know, no, you know how you can't have a favourite child? Well, you can't. Brian Collingwood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you, okay, Look, slightly in front
2: for the pies for obvious reasons.
1: All right. What are they? Oh, you're yeah, that one. You okay. Lovely. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, this is a bit easier for you. You shouldn't struggle with this. I hope so. <laughs> Whose poster did you have on your teenage bedroom wall? Gary Ablett Sr. <laughs> Not Pamela Anderson. Not a big N <laughs> girl. You had Gary Ablett had the, senior. Yeah, yeah. This is so interesting. Well they're both oh. from
2: Druin. I was a full mm. foot enough bridge, like yeah, proper, like yeah. football everywhere I went. Yeah. Clearly. Eventually got into the, the, the girls and the other side of life, well. but for the most part, until I was 13, 14, it was just football. Really?
1: Gary Ablett Senior. Mm. Interesting. Would you rather be hot or cold? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd take hot. Hot. Yes. You'd rather be hot. Yes. Okay. Interesting. It's an interesting question. Okay. Is it? Is it? Okay. So, so which part of it? Because <laughs> I think you fall into one or the other, and it's a bit of a personality thing. I'll get back to you on that too. Okay, last question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, happy. Oh, see, I think you could be a a, a a beautiful new age sensitive type of man.
2: It's something. It's a that. beautiful
1: answer. That in self raising flour can't go wrong. <laughs> we started off. I feel like I, I feel like I've learned a lot. Do Is I
2: it? get to like rebut at some stage or ask you back?
1: Well, you can ask me questions tomorrow. But- well, I
2: have a. I need like a day to prepare. <laughs> you need a day to, to prepare if you like hot or cold. <laughs> I, need, I, need a, I need a day just to make sure that Collingwood and Carlton people aren't out there trying to chase me down the street. That's a
1: big question I you ask. Well, okay, so that's what I need to know. I didn't mm. know that was such a big question. Mm. And I agree, you do love your children equally until one pisses you off. Yes. And then you tend to go. So you would have gone between, I'm sure. Mm. But you had equal time at each? Uh, Eight years and six years. Okay.
2: Equal. So not quite equal. Okay. But my yeah. math serves me correctly. Is that's...
1: that question going to cause any grief for you when you leave the building? Should we uh, get security?
2: As long as Beersy doesn't put it up on socials, <laughs> I think we'll be fine. And to anyone out there who was listening, uh, I'm sorry if I offended you in any way. Oh, I'm
1: sorry to ask you a question that was so controversial. <laughs> I,
2: I it was... I'm sweating more than you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a champion footballer. Thomas is the biggest up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
3: AFLW finals have heated up. A couple of teams already knocked out Daisy, so we've got the star,
0: Kate McCarthy, in to dissect it all. When our next guest was playing in the AFLW, she had pace like nobody else. Here's Kate McCarthy with a panic in front of her. She has three
4: bounces.
0: She has four bounces. This will bring the house. Triple M footy, she has stats like nobody else.
5: This is the first time that there have been four Darcy's playing in a game oh. of V or AFL so there's one for you, Brian.
0: Wow, that is a ripper, Kate.
5: Please welcome Kate
2: McCarthy. Ah, <laughs> uh, K Mac, welcome. Right Always great to see you and especially when you're bringing zingers in like that. Wow. Brian loves that more than nobody. He
5: sure does and can I get a copy of that Rabs? Absolutely. I want to set that as my new um, alarm for the morning wake up. <laughs> that will just get me out of bed yeah. that quickly. I just
1: love it when guests listen to their intro that waiting <laughs> what is that? But that was a zinger, so well done you, Kate.
2: There's plenty going on, though, in the world of AFLW, though. Finals is heating up, and you just cast an eye across it on the weekend, a very close one, but you got most of your tips right after copping a bit of flack.
5: Yeah, well, I thought Brisbane coming into it playing Adelaide, Adelaide the top seed, but Brisbane are the team that have always had the wood over Adelaide. They've now had eight wins to three. They're the only team in the competition that's beaten Adelaide more times than they've beaten them. Mm. So they have the the best record against Adelaide. So I thought, well, back that in and Brisbane are really hitting their straps there. They beat Melbourne the week before the premiership favourite for everyone's um, record. And yeah, I just thought that they'd, they'd take what they needed to and, and win at Norwood, but it was, it was super close. I mean, it was a flip of the coin. Either way, the whole game, it could have gone sort of one way or the other and mm. Brisbane made the most of their chances. And then the other one was the Kangaroos and Melbourne um, and... As I said before, Melbourne are the ones that most people expect to win the Premiership, go yeah. back to back. But the Ruse, when they played them last time, I was commentating the game and the Kangaroos just didn't turn up. They, I think they had one mark inside 50 for the entire game. Mm. They got absolutely belted. And I just thought from the perspective of that football club, you're too proud to walk away from that and let the same thing beat you twice. Yeah. And I thought that they would have put a lot of effort into that and – I think it turned out that they did and they fine tuned their performance and they turned around absolutely smashed Melbourne. So
1: well good on them, I say. <laughs> How much do you reckon Jazz Garner has had to do oh. with North? Like she's um just Take it out the coaches award which is amazing
5: yeah she's great isn't the she? only player to win the coaches award three times as yeah. well um still can't win a best and fairest for the league though um How does that work? i think she's a little too understated doesn't wear any flashy boots doesn't do anything mm. that's very controversial so the umpires just i think she flies under the radar mm. a little bit um but surely this has to be the year she takes out the league bnf there's got to be a protest if he doesn't. There has to be, doesn't? There doesn't has there, to be there a has protest. to be. I'm going to protest. Yeah. All the Nick
1: Acos
2: fans can help you protest as well. <laughs> yeah. The umpires don't always get it right. So what, what happened to the Dees? Because they've been flying, but then they've kicked one goal three, their lowest score.
5: They had the tendency to do this prior to last year in big games, so they had this real issue when it came to playing big games. And they sort of got over the hump last year and won the granny and went all the way. And it sort of showed like little glimmer, uh, yeah, glimmers of that coming back through when mm. the pressure's on. Some of their players don't stand up the way they should, and that's that's sort of how it played out. But. I think the Kangaroos just dominated them. They let the game be played on their terms and Melbourne couldn't really stem the flow or, or really wrestle any momentum back throughout the game. Can they still do it though? Do you think they can still make... Yeah, I think they still can. They've obviously got to do it the hard way now because they'll come up against Adelaide if they both make it through, which is tough. Mm. And it should be at Adelaide, I believe, with the home ground advantage Ooh. and how that works. Well, so, how would you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, we don't be even a tough know line. where the grand final is, do we? No, no, no. no. no but we, we know work? what will happen in Gather Round next year. Yep. <laughs> so that's really, well, that's
1: very important. Yes. Um, can I just ask about that grand final? Jumping forth before we jump back, <laughs> work that out. Um, why? Why is it so hard to say the grand
5: final? will be played here? Because what they've done previously is give the grand final to the top team on the ladder mm. and that's how it's been since the inception of the competition to try and give that team the advantage that they've earned, mm. strictly speaking. But then you look at the fixture and it's had they actually earned that advantage because the fixturing in AFLW was completely manipulated to prevent blowouts and top teams playing bottom teams and all of that. So is the top team, have they had a harder draw? Have they had an easier draw? Things like that. But the real reason they can't lock in a a ground despite that Mm. is because of ground availability now that we play up against cricket. So major grounds now will have cricket pitches in the middle of them. Adelaide Oval Mm -hmm. would be the one that they'd play out if they could, Mm. but it'll have a cricket pitch in it come early December when we would be playing the final there. So that just adds another issue to mm. where they're going to fixture it. Even to
2: last year though, the grand final was announced as Brisbane up there but a week out. Yeah, mm. it was on the
5: Tuesday. So they had yeah. So that's... what's the
2: chances of getting any sort of support there, getting a fan there, and getting a decent crowd?
5: 3500 tickets to sell something like that. Like mm. we've there's been grand finals where the first one we had 16,000 at the Gold Coast. Second one, they had fifty odd thousand at Adelaide mm. Oval because they locked it in. They said this is going to be the game at Adelaide Oval, and people mm. went. Isn't that surprising?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it, just, it just defies, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I tell you, what I do like what's happening at the moment. way Sydney are running mm. their games. I mean, they had a good win to the Suns. Um, they're getting really good crowds. What are they doing that's that's different to everyone else?
5: I think they're because they're so competitive. I think Sydney has been wanting an AFLW team for a long time, mm. um, and I think. They started selling their memberships, I think, a year and a half in, in advance of their team actually even being um, playing games in the league. So that was one thing. They did the right thing building into it um, and mm. created a lot of excitement. Last year they were winless, so didn't win a game last year and now they're going into the semi-finals now mm. to get there. Um The recruiting they've done in the off-season is incredible. Um, They picked up one mid from Geelong that couldn't get a game. She's now accumulating the most disposals pretty much in the competition week on week. Um, And Chloe Malloy, the the difference she's made has been incredible. Same with Lucy McAvoy, but don't think you can take much away from their coach, Scott Gowans. It's clear they know their game plan. It's clear they all know their role within the team Mm. and they're doing that really well.
2: Seems like they've had some really good buy-in from the uh, men's side as well coming along supporting them, Mm. which always helps.
1: Yeah, they were there on the weekend. They certainly
2: were. Put it on the line now. Okay, you dominated the first week of tipping in the finals. (laughs) We do know the scheduling for second week. Adelaide take on Sydney. Who's winning and why?
5: I see Adelaide getting up for this one. I think it'll be closer than a lot of people expect, but I just think the class of Sydney, uh, of Adelaide, they've got a lot of players with a lot of final experience and that loss last week will hurt them. They'll mm. go into this week fully prepared and, yeah, I think I think they'll take the chocolates in that one. A tip from you, Bridge? Um, Sydney.
2: If <laughs> <laughs> we go to the second <laughs> so no, with no, no, No disrespect. <laughs> Melbourne take on the Cats.
5: Yeah, I think Melbourne will get that one done. They'll think, bounce back. Yeah. I think it would be a different case if it was playing played down at GMHBA, but it'll be at Icon and, yeah, I don't think Melbourne will put in two stinkers in a row like they did last week. Can I ask you a personal question, Kate? <laughs> that depends. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, when I grew up, there was no women's football um, and I never wanted to play football, to be fair, because I'm terrified of the ball coming at me. <laughs> and, I, 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 and I watch these girls and I, I honestly do. I still look at them and I think, I'm so glad football didn't exist when I was alive or well, young, if you know what I mean. No. I was just wondering how do you get around that? Like you're as tough as nails. How do you get around that fear of that bloody, oh, I should ask you too, Daisy, I suppose. You were out
5: there for a while. A but well. I really do just find it extraordinary. I didn't start playing until I was like mid-20s, probably mm. for that reason as well. There was no AFL. I grew up in Brisbane, so it was all rugby league. Yeah. Um, I didn't play rugby league as a kid either because I thought that as a girl, I wasn't supposed to because no yeah. other women were playing rugby league. I couldn't see anything like that. So I was like, well, I'll have to play some sort of non-contact sport, mm. I suppose. So I played like the next best thing, which was touch football. Yeah. Um, pretty much very similar to rugby league, just no tackling. And then when I got the opportunity to play AFL or start training for AFL, the thing that I loved the most was the physicality, mm. the ability to go out there and tackle people, chase them down, tackle them. That was just something that I loved. And I ask most AFLW players what they love about the game as well and it's that element, it's that physicality, it's things you get to do on a football field that you don't get to do anywhere else in life and it really just, I think, that when you have that real competitive drive and competitive nature, Mm. that's the thing that sort of, makes the difference between you and your opponent at times. So all the things you love about it are the things I hate.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and they yes. have a
1: red-hot crack too. Well, they oh. do, and I admire you. I admire you all. I think it's amazing. And it is getting – do you feel like women's sport – obviously Matilda's have done a massive lot for, and everyone's been talking about Do you feel like the girls are getting there, the AFLW girls?
5: I think, um, I think we have certain sort of barriers that have been put in place um, that aren't necessarily helping us at times, um, like the length of the season. Um, and also the how quickly we expanded too. Um, I think those two things are sort of stalling us a little bit with our momentum and, and where the league can go, um, but I understand it has to be a, a slow process and a slow climb to those things. Mm. I just think when you have an 18-team comp and you're only going to 11 games next year, potentially 12, it just makes the competition really hard to be balanced. It, it does. It takes away the ability to plan your season to even compare season to season. So two teams that played two different seasons, they could have played the top eight one year Mm -hmm. with a couple of bottom Mm -hmm. teams. They could have played the bottom eight the next year with a couple of top teams. And they look at that and go, wow, look at our improvement. But really, the draw has favoured that. So even for clubs to review seasons, it makes it really difficult to know what's measurable and what's achievable for the next season. Mm.
2: Well, the game is in good hands, and when you're speaking about it and you're doing your things in the media, it is onwards and upwards. We thank you so much for coming in, Kate. And
3: Kate's off to exit interviews now, mm-hmm. so yeah. she's got to <laughs> go. <gonna laughs> suck
2: a few
1: people. Yeah.
3: Former Lions, Saints and Hawks star Kate McCarthy on the Rush Hour. By the way, Kate's been hosting weekly eps of Listener's Footy Talk with stars of the Women's Comp today with Grace Egan of the Tigers, but there's also episodes with North Melbourne's Emma King, Bulldog, Ali Blackburn and the Demons, Ree Watt. You can grab them on the Listener app.
0: Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
2: Now, Bridge, yesterday I had a wedding on Saturday Bridge.
0: night.
1: <laughs> You're wrong. Sorry, I just moved the microphone. That was up. the microphone. I forgot we'll confirm- where I was there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, sorry to anyone whose ears just got uh, mm. damaged. Mm. There's something
2: about that seatbelt.
3: <laughs> it has to be. Um. Anyway. Saturday yes.
2: night, I had a wedding, lovely wedding, oh. had a really good, enjoyable time, which meant on Sunday morning, I was a little bit slow.
3: Yes. Yeah. Just a big the,
2: one? You gave it a whack? No, oh, no, just a, a moderately a moderate considered whack. one, but mm-hmm. still enough just to go, I feel like something. Do you ever get when you're a little bit that way, that you want something slightly weird?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think when, if it's sort of hungover or feeling like you, you're dusty, mm. I always go as fried and unhealthy as I can get. That seems the only thing that'll work.
2: See, I felt like uh, crayfish yesterday Mornay. She's
1: on <laughs> crayfish top. Crayfish Mornay? In, like, in the morning. In the morning, that is so weird.
2: And <laughs> I, I put, could
1: not eat that in the morning. I
2: put that to Rose in the group chat, and she was flummoxed by I my decision. Flummoxed too. So one triple three five three. We got some prizes to give away. But what's a food combo you wake up if you are a little bit dusty so and hang- something you hang you hangover food you cure?
1: No, I or always you go. Her. I always go like a pork chop like with as much fat as I can get my hands on or something, or like a fried, um, you know, like a, 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 a fried as much, as fried as I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most fried <laughs> thing you can imagine is what I will do. Did you have to. some
3: this morning, Bridget? No, no, no I'm actually <laughs> sober. Certainly going to her brain. <laughs> but as
1: for you, as for you over there, that is a very odd. Yes. Crayfish is odd because that's a fresh, mm. clean sort of thing for your palate.
3: I've come the, a long way from drawing, Bridget.
1: Yes, we need we to. We've got prizes, Rabs.
3: Yeah, don't worry about weird food combos because a grilled $100 Ooh. voucher headed your way.
1: Do they have, do they have crayfish in Druid? Uh,
0: <laughs> no, not fresh ones.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the skies are bluer. The sun is shining. The weather's warmer. But there's a pool on there. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
3: Right now, Daisy, we are asking about your weird food cravings.
0: Yes, food
2: cravings or combos, which we're going with, and we mm. put it out to the family, and, Bridge, they come and they come in their numbers. We start off with Bruce in Oyen. Oyen.
4: Oyen, mate, yeah. Oh, oh sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, very
4: well. Cool.
1: Uh, Daisy didn't know where Oyen was, Bruce. Can you give us a bit of detail? An hour
4: south of Muldra. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Lovely yes. place. It is. Uh, what's your weird food combo, mate?
4: Um, Well, when you're feeling a bit ragged, uh, a cold pie.
5: Mm.
1: Yeah, cold pie. I love cold pies, love them. And what I like to do, Bruce, I don't know about you, is do the swimming pool method, where you take the lid off, get all the scoop out all the uh, meat, eat that, and then you fold (laughs) over the. Do you do that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay then.
4: Um, I think think that's a girl thing, Bruce.
1: It could be a girl thing, but I do (laughs) like the cold pie. Mm, pie. I've not
4: had one of those. And the other thing that helps too. A Barney mm. banana.
3: Oh, do they still yes. make them?
1: Well, I was going to say, do you two even know what a Barney oh, banana yeah. is? <laughs> ah, do, yeah, they still make You'll them. Save this for another time. Oh. Your
2: favourite old school. <laughs> yeah, mm. poly waffle. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, we go to Luke,
1: and do you want to tell me where Luke's from, Bridget? Uh, that's Thurguna. Hello, Luke.
4: There we go.
1: Yeah, no, we're good, Luke. Uh, where's Thurguna?
3: Thurguna's all Bridgetonga.
1: Ah, oh, lovely spot. Lovely spot Up on the Earth. river.
0: Badonga and Albury. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, Luke, what do you put together or what do you do when you've had a few drinks and you're a bit hungover?
3: I'll go to in the morning is a fresh slice of toast with nice uh, melt of butter on it and then the liverwurst out of the tube that you get at a deli spread pretty thick over the toast and, um, yeah, you can't beat it.
5: Really? Liverwurst?
3: Yeah. Mm. little tube out of the deli there or the other one the uh Poppy introduced me to, which is a bit of a go-to, but it's pretty hard to do these days. I, the dripping in Vegemite, get the beef fat, mix it with Vegemite and put it on the toast and then bake it in the oven.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Beef fat, Vegemite <laughs> baked on toast. Wow. And it is worst. You always wonder who was the first person to do that. Mm. Who decided that was a good idea?
3: There's a lot of questions. Who first drank milk? So if you answered that. No. Oh, don't you start <laughs> about the chicken no. again.
2: <laughs> we go to Jet in Bendigo. Jet, how are you? Good, how are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, What's your go-to weird food combo?
3: Uh, A leftover HSP in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Halal snack pack? Mm -hmm. They're beautiful, Bridge.
1: I should have not heard that, HSP. Mm. Really? Mm. Halal snack pack? Mm.
4: All right, good on you. Garlic sauce, Jet? Uh, Yeah, garlic, barbecue and sweet chilli. No, no, good on you, Jet. Yeah,
1: that sounds all right. What about you, Nick? What do you do?
4: Uh, Me? You? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, mate, just how I do my scrambled eggs. Mm. A bit of soy sauce, put the eggs in, salt and pepper and some garlic. Oh, soy
1: sauce. Soy is an interesting uh, egg mix, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's a bit different, but... It goes all right, I tell you. Uh, like, <laughs> I believe you, Nick. I absolutely believe you, and we'll try that. Yeah, mm.
2: may as well give it a go. Better
1: uh, than crayfish with more anyway.
2: <laughs> I'm not so sure about the liverwurst either. Uh, we go to Sharl in Seaford. Sharl, are you there? I'm here. Do you guys know where Seaford is? Yeah, Do I need to explain it to you? No, <laughs> we know where Seaford is. <laughs> Just south of Bendigo, yeah?
1: <laughs> but but thanks, for, thanks for the offer, Sharl. I clarify, yeah. Appreciate that. How is Seaford today and the beautiful sunshine? It is beautiful and sunny as it should be. Yeah, good. Good to hear. Yeah. Uh what's your food choice when you've had a few?
0: Absolute best hangover cure and I swear it's best taken the night before you go to bed. Uh it's actually strawberries. Mm. So uh, I, I I came across this one night. I came home slightly, you know, wonky and had a pint of the strawberries in the fridge. So I smashed them. And the morning, I just felt great. So I just checked it out uh, a little bit. Uh, the pH balance on strawberries is a base. And because alcohol is acidic, you uh, counteract that and you just wake up feeling hunky-dory.
1: Okay. Now, that makes a lot of sense. so it's alkaline to get
3: rid Correct. of the acidity. Do you know what that is, Dave? Can alkaline. We, can we just break it down for Daisy and I what that actually means. Okay, so don't what Do it into a is... science show. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Carl's yeah.
1: <laughs> shall I love the fact that you've actually bothered to go into yeah. the science of why strawberries. i to try this out. Um, One, triple,
2: three, five, three. What did you say?
1: Charles, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know exactly what you said and I think you're a genius. And I'll, um, so I'll tell you about that a bit later, but it's all about acidity no, and alkaline and, you know, I'll weighing get, it up and blah, I'll, blah, 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 blah. It works. Thank you, Charles. Very awesome. nice indeed. We've learned a bit there. Which one do you like? Well, you go, Bridge. You can pick. Pick well, the winner. I'm gonna pick um only because I feel that Charles has done more than the others to <laughs> win. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's like, Dr. Sharle. Like Dr. Charles, you've won
3: yourself a <laughs> yes, hundred dollar grilled hey. voucher. Yes. Good and on
1: you, Dr. Charles. We've done that the science does. and
3: the grilled have the best burgers in Melbourne as well, mate. So I believe it.
1: Good on you. Well <laughs> done, Charles. <Schell. laughs> Enjoy that
3: and we've all learned something. We have. Mm. It's seafood down the road and sunny. By the way, for burgers that make you feel good, as good as they taste, go 100% natural burgers at Grilled. No artificial additives, Daisy, just primo ingredients prepped with care. Up next, a chance to head to the WWE.
0: This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. What about this? Next
3: week, or actually this week, we'll be sending a wrestling fan west to experience the WWE oh. Elimination Chamber Ooh. in Perth. Wow. This is huge. All you need to do this week is listen out for this.
0: If you smell what The Rock is
3: cooking. Ah. The Rock's entrance music. Now, when you hear that played throughout the show, give us a call. Not now. We'll play it later on in the show. One triple three five three. When you hear it, and tell us your wrestling name, your entrance music, and just work on your smack talk. What's What's the prize again? This you and phenomenal. a mate will be flying over to Perth to see the Elimination oh. Chamber event. We'll pay for your flights. We'll pay for your accommodation, and of course, we'll pay for your tickets. This is the first time oh. the Elimination Chamber has ever been wow. in Australia. This February twenty fourth, live from Optus Stadium in Perth. First time ever. Tickets available now at Ticketmaster. But when you hear The Rock's entrance music, I'll just give it to you one more time. If
0: you smile, uh, <laughs> what The Rock <laughs> is
3: cooking. You give us a call on one Will we Hulk
1: rich. Hogan be
5: there? I don't oh, think Hulk is Hogan. Hulk is Hulk Hogan alive?
3: He's still alive. He's, he's still not alive. Part, he's not part of the WWE at the moment. So oh, he definitely won't be there. Okay. But The Rock might. The Rock? Well, I've mm, actually, rumors, uh, without, without
1: dropping names, mm-hmm. had the uh, very uh, lovely opportunity to meet The Rock when he came here for some bad film done. <laughs> he came into Triple M and we interviewed him mm. many years ago and he was, quite frankly, one of the nicest people you could ever meet. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he was a bit my way too. It was embarrassing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you had to enter Bridge, what would your enter, name be? Enter your, what? The competition.
1: Oh, enter. Oh, oh. What would my name? Oh, okay. What would my wrestling name yeah. be? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'd use my porn name, probably, <laughs> which is, um, you know how you uh, you know how you put your first what's, dog and your street fun? together? Yes. You know how you do that yeah, to get yeah, your porn yeah. name? Yes. So my porn name, which I think would be good <laughs> for this as well, is Bessie Bolton. Right. Because my dog was Bessie. I lived in Bolton Avenue. And this is my song. <laughs> What do you reckon? A bit about
4: that.
2: Bessie Bolton. Do you Bolton. like it?
1: Bessie Bolton.
2: I didn't know that was a thing. That's how you got your name.
1: Well, do you know what your first dog was called?
2: Yeah, Bear and my Road was Poo-Wong.
1: <laughs> Bear Pooh wong <laughs> 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 <Does> it? <laughs> it works every time. <laughs>
3: Rabs, I've got to ask you too. Well, mine would be Delta Castro, Delta? which is kind of exotic. It's yeah. not, nice. And I'd enter to this. You're in the bit of pendulum oh. and a witchcraft. Now that's like a real entrance song. It I doesn't sound like a kid, you. <laughs> it sounds like entertainment.
1: <laughs> entertainment. Okay, I'll give you that. Daze, what would you? What would you name?
3: Well, before like? you answer, we have put a song together oh. for you. We are the We are the. But yeah, uh, no, not quite. Okay, uh, that's awkward.
1: The
2: booze might come if I did do that, but I'm thinking this, and you got to sort of set the scene. Maybe even close your eyes. Yeah, you know, the lights go down. Really?
1: <laughs> Is it going to be
2: that sort of thing? <laughs> okay, my eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. And listen for it. Ready? I wander out. <laughs> oh my god! There's some smoke when starts I to come up. A a the eyes. light comes down. You're not a kitten. I saw. A <laughs> and
3: the first time you touched me.
2: Starting to strut now. The baby oil comes on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And.
1: Mm. You're
2: still the one I love. Yeah. I'm starting to
1: feel a little bit weird. No. I might have missed a brief on this (laughs) tonight.
3: Well, think of your wrestling name and your entrance music. And work on your smack talk. And when you hear the Rock's entrance music, give us a call, 13353. And you and a mate could we'll be headed along to the Elimination Chamber event in Perth next yeah. year. It's the Rush Hour. We'll pick ourselves up after that. Triple M.
0: Triple M's Rush Hour has had a makeover for summer. Well, I'm
3: just trying to trim up.
1: Oh, I'm sore. I've been boxing, but geez, I look
0: good. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Du Quo.
2: There's still a bit of uh, sports news knocking around that we didn't get to off the top. The yep. um, AFL fixturing has come out, mm-hmm. a little bit of that. And there's three games to be played in the Northern Territory in 2024. Uh, around... Compared to one, usually? Or... One or two, yeah. yeah so yeah. three up there. Uh, yeah. Round nine, Gold Coast, North Melbourne. Round 10, Gold Coast, Geelong. And round 12, Melbourne versus Fremantle. Okay. Ooh.
1: Which Any is... complaints yet about fixture?
3: No, none, none as of yet, but sure there's <laughs> certainly there was... not a gather round because Collingwood's got the last game again. Days so oh. suits us all right. It does.
2: And against uh, the Hawks, mm. too, against Jack Guinevig coming up against his old mm. side. Uh, netball, Australia's won its second consecutive Fast Five World Series titles. Our netball is just dominating.
1: Mm-hmm. We are very good at netball. We're very good at women's sport. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We just got good women. Yeah.
2: Alex Sunning Rance mm.
1: from the Tigers is yeah. going up to the Gold Coast Suns to ah. reunite
2: with Damien Hardwick as a leadership consultant. Good to see he's trained off. <laughs> if you haven't seen the photos, Bridget, <laughs> don't get online. He is as jacked as ever.
1: Oh, oh, wow! Because I've never seen a more jacked person. Yes,
2: um, so he's still the same. He's ripped to. Well, I think shreds that's good still. for football. It mm. is absolutely, mm. and the NBL. Our man source was in here, and Underman United claimed a city bragging rights as they rolled the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. 92 83 in throwdown 22. Mm. Nick Kiros
3: was there. John Wall was there. Yep. It's getting big, it was, the NBA. Oh, huge. Yeah. Another sellout. It was an
1: amazing, amazing it's game. It's building. Um, I, uh, other news
3: in uh, more interesting. news. <laughs> sorry.
1: Oh. What the rock is cooking?
3: Oh, no bridge. I know what that means. 1-3-3-5-3. Oh. Give us a call right oh. now if you and a mate oh. want to head along to There's the Elimination Chamber match in Perth. Tickets available now, Ticketmaster. Wow, okay. I'm not allowed to say anything, am I? No, No, going. all
1: right, the other news is uh, Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver has been seen hoovering <laughs> lasagna uh, at a Thornbury restaurant yesterday. Someone described him as having a lovely jubbly time. <laughs> Plates were licked clean. A, <laughs> so go Jamie. Official... He's not on the Alex Rand diet. No. I don't think. Hoovering
3: we're... lasagna. Hoovering lasagna.
1: <laughs> And licking plates. Quite... <laughs> licking plates and having a lovely jubbly time. Well, there you go. So you. good on you, Jamie Oliver. They do say that
3: lasagna, 1-800-lasagna oh, is amazing? Yes.
1: Mm. It, does it only serve lasagna?
3: I think so. Mm. It's in the name. It'd
1: be weird otherwise. Although, <laughs> yeah. you know, $2 shops have things more than $2, so what's in a name?
0: <laughs> good point. <laughs> Thank you. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Lovely. I see
2: here it says Bridge Big Tech Stuff Up. Discuss.
1: <clears throat> this I only found out um a couple of days ago and it happened two weeks ago. Mm. So my son, who's, you know, a grown up, um, lives over in where the cool kids live, he came for dinner, which was lovely. So a lovely family dinner, and he always catches the tram because it's on the I'm on the line, same line as him, whatever. Anyway, it got a bit late and I'd send him home with a bit of food as a mum. That's mm-hmm. what you do, send them mm-hmm. home with some food. So he had both hands full. So my ex husband and I both said, Oh, look, get an Uber. And he always goes, no, no, no. And then Michael and I were fighting about who'd get the Uber, as in in a nice way. (laughs) I'll I'll get it, no, you get it. I'll get it, no, you get it. Anyway, it ended up I got through first, so I got him an Uber. Well done. Waved him goodbye. It's been lovely to see you. All the very best. Mm. Well, when I caught up with him two days ago, (laughs) he said, I didn't like to tell you, but a really bad thing happened. I said, what? He said, well, I got halfway home in the middle of the night and the driver stopped the car. And said, "You've cancelled the Uber." Oh no! Oh. And he said, "Well, no, I actually didn't book it. My mum did." And the driver said, "Well, she's cancelled it. Get out!" Oh. And it kicked him out of the of the Uber <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. This is about midnight. Yes. Too bad. <laughs> so,
2: did you have you owned up? Have you actually did you cancel it or are you not no, sure? No,
1: I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I obviously did cancel it, but I do not have the skills to cancel. I don't even know how to cancel. And That's somehow when I send him off, oh, oh my God, proud you mum. get home safely. <laughs> and, you know, he ends nuts. up chucked out of a car <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with the Uber driver saying that the person who booked the thing had canceled it. How do you do that? How how do you do that when you don't even know how to do it? They're meant to make things easier, Bridget. But But, Daisy, how does that happen? I, I I was just, hor- I can't tell you how horr- horrified I was because I was so up up. I mean, mm. but I hadn't even gone near the app. I don't even think I've been on the phone since.
3: Bridge you know you're getting old when technology confuses you. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> but can someone explain how that could happen? Or can someone at least tell me when technology's got the better of them? Because I'm... I am really struggling. So
2: you're going to put it to the
1: people? I want the people. I want the family. I want the family to come in and put their big arms around me.
2: So one triple three five three. the question is?
1: When has technology got the better of you? Because I just want to know that I'm not the only (laughs) bloody idiot who
3: these things happen to, I think. My mum might ring four times. Oh, yay. Get her on. Get her on. $200 Neverland store voucher up for grabs.
0: This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
3: Right now, you're talking about big tech stuff-ups. Well,
1: just talking about the devastation of trying to do the right thing, Kept my son on an Uber, and then somehow halfway through his trip, he's been kicked out of the Uber because I've somehow cancelled it and didn't even know I had. Well, I, de- I just didn't do it because I hadn't touched the fine. We believe you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, There's to be a few holes there, in the are some, yeah.
1: there are some people I would happily do that to, but not him. <laughs> and, and that's one example mm. of 100 I could give you. That is my life. I've been known to text people that even aren't in my phone, so I just don't. Technology has just got me. I'm, I'm, well, so you're we not asked alone. You're not alone. When family. has
3: technology oh, got family. the better of you, Dave? Okay. And we go to
2: Darren in Sunbury. Dazza, how are you, pal? I'm all good, Daisy. How are you going? Very well, thank you. When has technology got the better of you?
0: Well, I, I hate to say it wasn't me, but it was my, my beautiful wife. And, and Bridge, i feel your pain with Uber. Mm. Um... I've got a a family account and I've decided I'm going to set my wife up as being part of the family so she can get an Uber on the account as well. Yeah. And halfway through registering, she's somehow managed to divert herself to become a driver.
3: (laughs) No,
1: no. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. as as Jim would say, the top flight, um, you you, and my wife are in the same boat when it comes to Ubers.
1: She, so so what happened? she, so she kicked she your son out. She was a driver. My God. That I don't a... know
0: how she did it, but, yeah, she's, she's managed to register as a driver yes, and she... then had to, like, cancel everything and get back on.
1: Can I tell you, or well, please tell your wife for me I love her and I so understand how that could have happened.
3: But, oh, my God. <laughs> this, if your wife picks up from the pub, do you have to? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: usually, yeah. And, and even if she's not an Uber.
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: I think we're getting into some personal That's details it. there. Good on you, Darren. Wow. See, I'm not the Strong only one. Strong start. Um, John is in Midway Point in Tassie. Yeah. It, hello, John. It, it, hello.
0: Um, I um, must have played Thunderstruck that many times that it got the CD got stuck in my car and I thought in the area. So I went and bought myself a brand new. $400
5: stereo,
0: mm. got it all fitted up beautifully, bought some new CDs, went to play it. There's no bloody CD entrance anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as in it oh, it it's not a CD
0: player? Yeah. I, I paid $400 <laughs> and all it did was work as a radio. <laughs> i am driving around for about six to eight weeks to oh. because I can't take it back. Uh. Bloody hell! I've been ripped off. I've been ripped off. Oh. My girlfriend's daughter said to me, "Oh, you need a Spotify account." I said, "What the hell for?" Because <laughs> goes, "Well, you download the songs on Spotify, and you play them as many as you like." Oh, and I thought, "Oh, seriously?"
1: Oh no, don't worry. i I, I feel it. Look, oh. there's no slot. You couldn't put a CD in. <laughs> no, that's right. That's 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 unfortunate. <laughs> I've only just got on Spotify. It makes you feel better. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Cool. I don't think you two are being at all sympathetic, to be honest. I think no, it's, it's been, been around CDs for a while.
3: And we don't need, you don't need Spotify when you're at Triple M. No, exactly of
1: course. Right. Oh, whoops, are they the competitor?
5: We go to Georgia
3: yeah. in Albury.
5: Hi, guys. How are you, Georgia? Yeah, good, good. This isn't me, but it's my brother. It's my favourite story to tell everybody. Good. So growing up, you we only just got internet and emails and stuff, and so he was... Um, searching up adult sites and putting my mum's email address oh, yes. <laughs> uh, with his name. So my mum was receiving everything he was doing oh, no. <laughs> oh, love it. for probably four years until my mum
0: finally back told him to get his own email address and Whoa. to sign up for your phone <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
1: love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. It was great. And I'm I sorry, love the was... fact that your mum kept going for four, for four years before she, before she said anything. That is brilliant, Georgia. Fantastic. <laughs> it's the <mother> you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a listen to Georgia. She I loves her. She's died out she? on that at a few family <laughs> oh,
2: functions, I reckon. That
1: is gorgeous. Thanks, Georgia. Uh, Rory in Berry. Rory, what happened to you? G'day, guys.
2: Uh, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet because details could get me in a lot of trouble.
0: Oh. I used
2: I used to work for a public transport provider in Melbourne. Oh. I was working on a control desk and I lent on a keyboard and cancelled four services. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the last time he worked for Metro Trains.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Oh, Rory, and uh, what happened to you? Did you oh, get was
2: he
0: cat? Or... <laughs> Did you get uh... moved on or not? No, I didn't actually. We were able to recover it <laughs> very, very brilliant. quickly. But yeah. Mm. Took us about ten minutes to realise that I cancelled four of uh, our services. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> it's fabulous. See?
1: You're not alone, Brittany. Thank you. I'm so happy to think that the family have the same issues. As me, does someone get a prize?
3: Absolutely, someone gets oh, a prize. Well, I
1: love every story. So we
3: got two to give away. Well, you go, I've got to give Georgia's um, energy.
1: Georgia has to get it for her mother being on, um, you know, her son's porn site, and as for <laughs> as for Darren's wife making herself an Uber driver, yeah. I'm yes. sorry, but they are both worthy yeah.
3: contenders. Uh, Georgia, we're going to send you a Kraken <laughs> Rum prize pack. Enjoy legendary moments and legendary black spiced rum with summer oh, Kraken nice. a gift pack valued at 150 bucks.
1: Oh, amazing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Share it with your mum.
3: Featuring a bottle of Kraken, by the way, and Kraken and cola cans and stubby holders. Mm. And who else? Darren. You like? Darren, oh, his wife, became an Uber driver. <laughs> Daz, we're going to send you a $200 Neverland store voucher, mate. Get yourself some new summer clothes.
0: Thank you very much. I look good in my Uber.
3: <laughs> yes, you will. The do. home of Australian streetwear. No. Daddy Green, who you've got a bit of a crush on. Rich. Well, not a bit. Large. <laughs> <laughs> he joins us next.
0: Sun's out, bin's out. Thanks. What are you doing, fam? I'll have a spell. <laughs> have a spell, mate. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridgetuclo.
3: This week is the fourth annual week to raise awareness for the Stop the Coward Punch campaign. And we're joined by the champion behind it himself, Danny Green.
0: Our next guest is a four-time world champion who took down some of boxing's biggest names. Jones is stronger.
2: Welcome Danny! Ah, how good is this and I know everyone the Danny Green we are so excited but you in particular Bridge uh, uh, look, now,
1: now I'm around the place you are. Well, look, now I'm a bit older. I'm allowed to say what I feel. Okay. I think it's a right as you, you know, get older. And I want to say to you, Danny Green, I've had a crush on you for years, and it's <laughs> lovely to talk to you. <laughs> uh, well,
4: Bridge, uh, I'm, I'm, my wife lives in Perth, so she probably won't hear this. I'm the same. I go on on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now that's, that's certainly open. You know, what are we gonna do about? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's a very good question. I'll get back to you later. Um, Danny, it really is lovely to talk to you, though. And firstly, before we get into some serious boxing stuff, which uh, Daisy needs to talk to you about, congratulations on the fourth week uh, to raise awareness for Stop the Coward Punch campaign. I reckon this is one of the greatest uh, campaigns, especially coming from a person like you.
4: Uh, I, I appreciate it. And, you know, I always maintain that it's the media that have been so... Uh... So helpful and and, and, and prevalent in, in, in managing to get the awareness out because the Cow Punch campaign is an awareness campaign. Mm. We're trying to get the message to as many people as we can we've injected the uh, the campaign into the curriculum and, and and not just in, you know, like what you'd expect maybe in, in an English song but it's also in human bio. The kids can learn things about the Cow Punch campaign in human biology, in biology, in physics, you know, the force of a blow, et cetera. So all these radical cool things that, uh, a mad company um, called Cool Australia have helped us inject the campaign into their curriculum that then helps us get the awareness and spread the message to mm. the youth before they get out in the big bad world when they're 18 and about in the social scene. Yeah.
2: yeah, that bridge is 100% right because when your face goes to it, we think of you as the hard, tough man which we've seen in the ring, but you promoting the message that it's not brave to go up and you know, let the emotions take over if you're out on the drink or anything like that with the ramifications that can come. So the message is brilliant.
4: Yeah, cheers, Daisy. Um, you know, it's, it's it's horrific to think, and, and and also a really cool thing that the campaign's been able to do with the funding from the federal government is put a, a piece of research, research together from Victorian mm. Institute of Forensic Medicine, from Professor Jennifer Schumann, who's been outstanding and, and and pivotal in this piece of research, and it's enabled us to drill down on the why, the who, the where, the hows, et cetera, about the coward punch. And this time, um, this week, we're focusing on the victims of a coward punch, and 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 predominantly in their early 30s, and 43% of victims have to live with a potentially debilitating, life-changing, ongoing effects for the rest of their life from one moment of, of cowardice from some scumbag. Yeah. now we're talking about you know bowel mo- loss of bowel movements, you know, in, a, in a inability to control their bowels, uh, you know, can't speak, can't write, can't talk, uh, can't can't feed themselves, can't can't even you know can't communicate. And and are kept alive, um, you know, through full time carers, through to lesser symptoms of severe PTSD, severe anxiety. And, you know, because all of a sudden someone was out and about in night out and then next minute they're in the hospital yeah. being kept alive with machines. It's 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 mindless.
1: And they're the ones you don't hear about. You know, you might hear about the people who are killed from these awful cowards punch, but it's the people like you've just talked about, Danny, that, you know, we don't hear about. So I think it's just so important for people to get that message and well done you. So what can people do this week uh, to get behind uh, the, the awareness?
4: Well, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, go on and check it out. It's at www.cowderplunchcampaign.com and there's a whole heap of information on, on the website which can, you know, and, and part of it is, is teaching people that you know, some strategies when they're out and about, etc., and what to look out for and what to identify and what to try and possibly avoid mm. so everyone can just wake up the next day having had a good night out socializing and not even not even it doesn't even mean many of these incidents aren't occurring in the in the precincts you'd expect a lot of them occurring in homes at parks at community centers etc so it's it's quite um it's quite incredible that it's um it happens in the first place but we do know that the campaign's working so from 2012 to 2018 the piece of research conducted by the um, victorian institute of forensic medicine have shown that the numbers of deaths have declined so we know the campaign's working and people Mm. say Oh, I see it all the time. Is it still working? Is it really working, Green? But of course it's working because you're, you know about it. The yeah. fact that you know about it means that the awareness is
2: working. Outside mm-hmm. of this stuff, mate, what are you doing? Because we did have a little bit of a look through your Instagram. You're and as we said, fabulous. Bridge was very happy. Very got the long hair, you're nice and tan, <laughs> still looking fit.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm 50 now. I'm on the, uh, I'm on the other side and I'm, I'm happy to get there. I'm doing a lot of surfing. You know, relocated down at Marks and uh, you know it's it's one of the best locations for quality, consistent surf in the world. And you know, I keep active, I keep fit. Um, surfing's surfing's now. I, don't, I gave the booze away years ago, so that's my uh, that's that's the only drug of choice for me, mate. Is um is my surfing. Oh, good I uh, you. So you're getting yeah. your
1: adrenaline from that because let's be honest about it. Your win loss record, which I'm fascinated with because I have a win loss record as you know. <laughs> your win loss record, Danny Green, is forty three five. Is that right? Uh forty one and follows. All right, Forty
4: one five.
1: Mine is zero one. Which <laughs> Hey, makes... but you know what, hey,
4: Bridge, many don't have the courage to actually get in there and do it. Yeah, you know, but do you understand the bit most. where there's no win? Yeah, <laughs> you are know, you're, you're ahead of most and, and I wouldn't put it down to a loss, i would just put it down to a learning experience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are very sweet, Danny Gray. Well now Daisy here is getting married. Um handsome man that he is, but he's wanting to lose a few kilos at fair days. It is, yes. And you need a bit of help from the well, great Well, man. I've
2: been in the, the boxing gyms, Danny, and I've been working hard, but I just need some sort of inspiration or some extra exercises to do that you might have taken from your training camps across the career.
4: Oh, what are you looking for, Daisy? What can I help you with, mate? I want to look like you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, mate. not <laughs> No, he I does. Like a wrong dog, buddy. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's 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 all about moderation. I mean, with with you, um, you know, wanting to look good for the for for the wedding. I would um, you know, cut out cut out things that you you really like indulging. in. Like you know, I gave away the booze, you know, a long time ago, and that's not a problem for me. I, I don't miss it at all. I didn't miss out while I was on the beers, but I um, I'm glad I don't go there.
3: Anyway.
4: Um. <laughs> You know, I was the first to, fi- first to start and the last to finish. But uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, and it's all about moderation and doing things, you know, eating a good, healthy, balanced diet. But I, I, I love my sugar and I'm trying to give the, the sugar away as well, you know, processed sugar because I'm a chocoholic. I'm, I'm yeah, mad at chocolate. I got hypnotised
1: for chocolate, Daddy, just so you know, because I was a chocoholic and I got hypnotised and work? gave it up for Easter. Yeah, it did. Oh Just gave it up for one Easter. Me. One Easter, I got off it. And they, <laughs> it didn't last, but it got me off chocolate for Easter.
4: I might, get, I might get the number of the hypnotist because I give it to my wife because she's she's obsessed with me. I can't work it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, I'm completely joking. But um, yeah, and also Daisy, you got to work hard, you know, mate. You had an epic career. You, you, you're the man. So, you know, that nothing substitutes hard work.
1: He is a man, but he does uh, struggle with moderation, I'm <laughs> in my short relationship with him.
4: <laughs> what about your young fella, uh,
2: Danny Turbo? We've seen on the Insta yeah. as well, and I have been obviously following for a while. You've been slapping around with him. He looks pretty sharp.
4: We walked around the morning before I headed to Perth uh, a couple of mornings ago. I'm up and down from Perth a bit, and uh, we put the gloves on in the morning, and, and then we finished on uh, what turned into a bit of a, a session of just doing some technique stuff and learning how to fight inside and just, you know, catching and holding and, you know, little combos inside, as it always does with me and him, as it has for many years. He's nearly 16, turns into a full-blown sparring session. So, um, and then we'll make it some breakfast before I get in the car and head off. He goes, hey, Dad. I said, yeah, mate. He goes, pretty sure I tailed you up just before. I said, yeah, you did, mate. You did. So he's, he's going really well. He loves it. And it's the old cliche, you know, a son, you know, wants to fight like his father. I don't want my boy to fight. I've tried to talk him out of it many, many times because it's not good for your health. But um if he wants to do it and he wants to do it for the right reasons, meaning he wants to win fights as a competitor, not because of the fame and that bullshit, um then you know, <laughs> I'm happy to stand next to him and yeah. I just keep pushing and pushing him harder. And he keeps coming back for more and he's got a lot of skill, got a lot of talent he can punch. He loves getting you know, he loves showing me how tough he is by when he's far the guy's getting waked my mate. Don't show me how tough you are. Show me how good you are. Show me how
1: smart you are. I would have loved to have had a father who was a world champion, don't you reckon? We just would have, especially when you were growing up, my mm. dad's world champion, so piss <laughs> off. Um, Danny, what about the West Coast Eagles? Mm, interesting question. Yeah.
4: They haven't really um, hit, hit their straps, have they, last <laughs> wow. uh, Not obvious. really, no. <laughs> Yeah. Look again. They've, 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 there's always room for improvement. I look at the bright side. Are you still well and truly on board though? Oh, look. Mate, to be honest, Daisy, I kind of tuned out of society. Ah. So um, I, I don't. Uh, I don't keep abreast of much that's going on. I, I watch YouTube. I don't really watch TV much. I watch YouTube. I watch fishing, boxing, surfing. You know that kind of thing. Um, I keep my eye on what's going on, obviously. Uh, and, and keep keep you obviously I'm 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 aware enough to know that they had a shocking couple of years, they had a terrible run with injury. It's pretty difficult to, to hammer them when they don't have the cattle to put on the track to be able to perform. So you know they they need a few breaks a few breaks to go their way. Um, and uh, it is what it is. And I'm I'm also glad that they didn't get rid of Adam Simpson. Yeah. Um. You know, it's he's not out there playing. If he was to if he was putting Nick Nui in the back pocket every game and leaving him there, then i go, hey, mate, I reckon you might want to adjust a few things. But <laughs> that bloke's doing his best with, 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 with the cattle he's got, and it's it just what it was, what it was. So I, I hope that him and the team can turn around.
2: Uh, well, we appreciate you coming on, mate. And if you are on YouTube and you've got a spare three or four hours, just go back and watch some of my highlights. We thank you
4: very much for joining <laughs> us, Danny, and all the best with the great message. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me on.
3: The champ, Danny Green on the Rush Hour. This week is the fourth annual week to raise awareness for Stop the Cow Punch campaign. So make sure you head to cowardpunchcampaign.com. It's the rush hour. Triple M.
0: A champion footballer. Thomas has uploaded the biggest barrel! Teams up with Radio Royalty. It's your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
1: I'm missing James and Bill, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're well, interesting
1: to see how they're going. We might have to touch uh, base we'll with touch one base. of We'll touch base, yeah. One of them. I don't think we'll get one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them will be more available than the other.
2: Well, We'll wait to see for that. What about, uh, I was going back through the archives, the cage. So you and JB. How old were you when, I was on, when James and I did the cage? You I'd, would have been about two. Two or three, but going back through the, <laughs> the archives KB to see archives, what I could yes. maybe. That uh, is so tragic, sorry. To Just take me. from you or take from that, because it was an institution, the cage. Everybody loved the cage. And there was, was one fun. segment in particular called "Bridge Over Troubled Water." Like
0: a over troubled
2: water. So, oh. for the people who may not know, could
1: you explain what? Well, that was? It, but bridge over Trou- <laughs> bridge over troubled waters was um, a lovely segment where people who had uh, you know, any sort of problem could ring in, and um, I would try and help them. Now, this could be any problem, from like oh, I can't fix my washing machine to I'm in love with my mother's brother's uncle or, um, you know, (laughs) uh, I can't agree on a wedding event, anything. Like it was very, and I would try and (laughs) solve (laughs) the problem on the spot, (laughs) (laughs) which wasn't that successful. Well, it's got me thinking. So Mm. we
2: won't bring that back in the sense that you'll give the advice. No, because
1: I'm not in that business anymore. (laughs) But what about
2: if I took the reins and said, (laughs) I will answer and give you your oh. life advice for any of the questions or anything you may need help with throughout.
1: That is, I, 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 I love it.
2: Do we need an official disclaimer that this isn't professional help? Yes,
1: we do. Yes, yes. we do. But no, but you know what? Often, <laughs> I would love it. I love, love, love it. Have you ever done anything like this before with the exception of, you know, Urging on your teammates in the wrong, and right and wrong ways? I've sat down and explained my troubles to a lot of people for
0: a lot of cash.
2: <laughs> but in terms of having people ask me for their own help, Jaze, uh, I not so you, much.
1: I think you would be fantastic. So what will we call it? Like a daisy over trouble? <laughs> quite, we'll worship the name. Um, there must be a song with all... Okay. Are you happy to pass the baton though? Oh, I could not be more thrilled. It is yours. It's absolutely yours. In fact, there's a few other things I'm going to pass on to you. Molly. <laughs> but that would be great. So, so Rabs, you're mm-hmm. the one that understands things. How <laughs> How will it work and when will we do it?
3: Um, well why don't people DM us on Instagram or yep. message us on Instagram it's probably the best way to get in touch with your issue yep. and Daisy can start solving them from maybe tomorrow if we have a good issue
1: sure oh, so the beauty of this is you just give it your heart and soul you don't have to think about it because you can just you're a natural you're a healer Great.
3: If <laughs> so you've got an issue that you think
0: Daisy can help you with, or
3: isn't one of them, DM us on Instagram triple m rush hour.
0: This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
3: A smart ass and a touch of class. This is Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy and Bridge. It certainly is. I'm not <laughs> sure where that's lying at the minute,
0: Bridge. <laughs> I think
1: Tomo- it's going swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, Harry Garside in oh. studio. Fascinating young man. Can't wait to talk I to him. I like him. I heard his mum talking on the radio once and she was just before he went to, was it the Olympics or mm-hmm. somewhere? Somewhere where you box and get a medal. Anyway, yeah, I like the sound of him. Looking forward to meeting him. Well, and as you would know, the best part of the show is always a joke. When Billy wraps wow. up the show
2: with a joke, but he's obviously not here. So we've gone a little bit different. Monday to Thursday, we're going to play a best of Billy's joke, find Mm. one from the archives. Mm. And then on Friday, for a bit of fruit, we're getting an actual comedian in to tell something uh, funny. A
1: real live one. Like somebody funny. I I actually take offence to that because when I was in here with The Top Flight recently, I liked three or four of Billy's jokes. I genuinely liked them. So I'm not even convinced (laughs) a
3: comedian will do a better job. However, I will play your game. All right. Well, this one's from March 2020. End the day with the laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. What? A German <laughs> tourist, does muck jumped into the freezing river to save my precious little dog from drowning. Jim. Right. After he climbed out, he handed me the dog and said, here is the dog. Keep him warm and dry him off and he'll, <laughs> oh, no. he'll be vain. <laughs> I said, thank you very much, mate. Good on you. Are you a vet? He said, A vet? I'm sulking.
0: Oh, no. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Oh, sorry. How's the accent? Sorry. That's a definite no from mine. Oh, wow. All right. Strong start. Yeah. Oh, I can only get better. (laughs) I
2: thought
3: it was all right. Anytime he does the accent, it just gets (laughs) bigger. Really? Oh, he's gone with that three times. I think so it's the fourth time our audience have heard it now. It's yeah. <laughs> good to see nothing's changed. He's not here and he's still getting woolly.
1: Woolly, woolly. Watch
4: it now, watch it, watch it, watch
0: it. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Blue Bear. download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?